hello and welcome to week three of the Dingus Hour. My name is Spencer Bozzini and I am your host on this fantastic journey to Dingus Dump. So I guess one thing I want to address here before we start the podcast is uh, the bleeping, I guess. Um, I, I kind of goofed up and didn't bleep out uh, someone's name from the first episode and then uh, last week uh, there were a couple things I was supposed to bleep out and I totally forgot to. So I guess, as you all know, this is a work in progress, so I will be bleeping out things in the future, so it'll be better. So I guess, uh, you know, you can see how I really am a dingus here. But let's jump right into it. We do have a great show today. I'm very excited to share our guest with you all. But let's jump right into the animal fact of the day. All righty. So... I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. I know I certainly did. Uh, It was just low-key with my mother, brother, and father. Uh, But as it is Thanksgiving, it is starting to become Christmas. And with Christmas comes fantastic baked goods like vanilla and whatnot. So today's animal fact of the day is that the natural flavoring in vanilla foods might be coming from beavers. And one of the main ingredients of vanilla-flavored products, including ice cream, baked goods, pudding, and candy, comes from an ingredient called castorium. And castorium comes from the castor sacs of beavers. And castor sacs are a type of scent gland that's located between the pelvis and the base of the tail. And the castorium that the glands produce is used by beavers to mark their territory. So it seems totally bizarre that something used to denote territory by one mammal should be used by another mammal as a flavoring for food. But the reality is that castorium, once it's processed, actually has a very good scent to it. So basically, it's often listed as natural flavoring uh, according to the FDA. Uh, But safe or not, uh, the thought of consuming beaver secretions might turn away your stomach. Uh, so if you have a problem with using beaver gland juices as your natural flavorings for your holiday cookies this season, uh, you should just go and be bougie and go buy some vanilla bean and, uh, drop a bunch of fucking money on that. So, but, uh, that's usually where your vanilla scents come from. So, uh, those vanilla scented candles as well that you probably have lighted up right now in your holiday home, uh, those probably came from beaver, uh, glands. So, That was your animal fact of the day. Also, before we get right into our interview, um, uh, last week we had our fantastic sponsor, Coochie Body Spray. I'd like to thank them again for uh, giving me some money to help fund the show. Uh, But this week we got another sponsor, surprisingly. I don't know how we're getting all these sponsors, but we have a new sponsor. It's a restaurant. Um, I didn't really look too much into it uh it it seems interesting it's called bumpkins buffet but um here's here's the trailer that they uh wanted me to play for you guys are you tired of sitting your ass at home cooking the same old food every day tired of that damn government telling you to wear a goddamn mask tired of not being able to be in groups of 20 or more in tight packs spaces well, come on down to Bumpkin's Buffet, where we don't believe in that democratic disease. Ladies and gentlemen, masks are not required. We prefer family-style eating, where we pack in our guests, so you're elbow to elbow with your new buddy. No social distancing here, partner. COVID-19? More like cornbread for just $1.19. We got fresh roadkill souffle for $5.75 and our famous all-you-can-eat pumpkin buffet for our standard $7.20 per bucket. These prices are so low, even Sleepy Joe ain't sleeping on them. Just kidding, we never serve on that vote-stealing son of a bitch. Come have the children check out the world-famous unsanitized ball pit. These balls got the same steak they did from them back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. It's the bumpkin guarantee that if you ain't full of trans fat by the time you leave, 
my own meatball will come out of that kitchen right over there and kiss you right on your ass. Oh, boy. We even had the honor of having good old President Trump down here three weeks ago. And here's what he had to say about good old Bumpkin. I love the food. So come on down to Bumpkin's Buffet, where our brothers are our husbands and our sisters are our wives. Alrighty, so my next guest is a good friend of mine. She's always been a good friend of mine, probably for the past, and we'll be good on our timeline here, ever since I've really moved to Oregon. So for the past six years, um, she was really my first friend in high school, I would say. So uh, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce you to Miss Sophie. Hi, thank you for having me, Spence. Of course, Soph, of course. I'm so happy to have you on. I wanted to have you on here, so happy we could work this out. Um, the format's a little bit different today. We are doing it over Zoom because we are uh, COVID safe here uh, now. But um, yeah, yeah. So, so I guess one thing uh, I'd like to start, and I know it was out of order on the last episode, but um, if you were, let's say you were on a cruise ship, Sophie, and you're going towards some various location in the, I don't know, let's say a faraway island, and this ship crashed, and it was only you and another celebrity. Who would you want to be stuck on this island with? Um, probably Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Now, why? Now, sexiest man alive, Michael B. No, Jordan. But he deserves it. What he exactly? And why? Why would you want to be um, on there with Michael B. Jordan, other than the sexiest man alive? I mean, okay, I think for like three reasons so first of all he's my favorite um celebrity crush at the moment oh has been for a while love him um and i think honestly like he would have some good survival skills i think you would too t'challa t'challa not t'challa is it t'challa no well he was killmonger in black panther yeah um yeah he just seems very tough I mean and like Creed like I feel like he could like you know like if there was some vicious animal or I'm gonna let the cat in I'm still listening yeah no he could I think he could take care of business but let's say he can't I think he would be yeah (laughs) I think he would be um a good choice to to spend my my last days with you know if we do have to if if we can't survive so um yeah i i would definitely have to pick him i would i would love to meet him one day i think he just also seems so um interesting too yeah i i i i, I bet we'll meet michael b jordan i know you're gonna meet michael b jordan one day but i sure hope i better for sure for sure but my plan yeah, hubby, hubby. For sure. <laughs> uh, all right, so I guess we can get into how we met and uh, the good six years ago when we went to good old Lake Oswego High School. Is that really six years ago? Uh, six Wait, and six, a half. Six maybe? since. Oh, since we met. Or since you. Gra- wow, my math is so bad. Wait. I graduated in 2016. That was four years ago. I'm like trying to count the years. I should have my degree by now, but I don't have my degree by now. Not everyone's path is linear. That, um, bless you. Yeah, no, don't worry about it. I Yeah, wow, high school does feel like kind of a long time ago, but I think we met um, my, my sophomore year or fr- sophomore, yeah, my sophomore, sophomore year. Yeah. And I think you'll have to like fill in some blanks if I'm forgetting stuff, but gotcha. I'm pretty sure we like first met in our acting class. Correct. Um, I think it was just one of the general like drama 101 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was, it was uh, drama 101 with Bob. Uh, with Bob. Um, but we just. I don't know. I think, I don't know how we ended up talking. Maybe, I think we met through other people through that class. Cause I remember, oh, I remember I was friends with Daniel. I started 
talking to Daniel, and then okay. you had the. Um, oh, a scene. We had like a scene to do together. Yeah, and you two were like, I mean, Daniel was like, that boy is going to be in movies. I you. know he's like, such a talented actor. I really. Yeah, I loved it. I loved his uh, anti-marijuana commercial when he did oh that for gosh. the high school. Yes, I remember that. That was that was he's so funny. He's so just he's a funny guy and he's he's a he need he's what the the world needs. So. I know. I remember being like really intimidated when they like put when he put us together for that scene. So I was like, oh my god, I'm not like. <laughs> oh, when he did that monologue. I mean, remember when he did the monologue yeah. and he. Yes fucking hopped onto the desk yeah. and we all just like looked at him like oh my god this kid's special i know we were, we were all like what are we doing here yeah and he <laughs> wasn't like he wasn't like i hate to say it but like a, a theater kid where he was like purposely going out of his way like this dude was like quiet and he just I like, know. like he shocked everyone with how amazing he was he was and so we had drama with bob and then we became because you were friends with Becca and Bree mm -hmm. and I was I started hanging out with Becca and then I was like oh okay South's here so, and <laughs> so. Yeah, just tagging along yeah and then I don't know we just started hanging out more and more and um I'm trying to think what else like I think like like after that class because I don't know if we were like good friends yet in that class like I think we all started hanging out together at lunch I, like when, right. I think, when I think back to high school, I realized like every year for lunch, I feel like it was some different vibe. Like senior year, I was always in the music room or like no memory of what I was doing like freshman no, year. No, I never, I never ate lunch senior year. Senior year, I remember I would go to the library with, yeah. um, with Rocky and Chris and, um, I think other people would tie along, but like junior year, I was with Rodney, Coyote, Jazz, and Coyote, um, Coyote's younger brother. I forget Coyote's younger brother. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that was, I think I was always in the library then too because of Becca and Brianna. And I remember Gabby was there a lot too. I'm Gabby. Gabby. I yeah. hope she's doing well. She's so funny. Yeah, she's, she's a very funny girl. I hope she's doing well. But um, what a yeah. squad! What a what, time! What a time of our lives! No, I on, honestly like looking back. Like I think I only talked to you, Becca, Shannon, and Cameron from high school. Wait, who who the last two? Shannon. Oh, Shannon, Shannon and Cameron. Okay. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So yeah. Shannon Shannon will be on here soon, and then yeah. Becca will be on here soon. So we'll see oh my gosh you have like quite the lineup already it's insane story. i i love i love like the feedback i've been getting and like people are like oh bring me on bring me on i absolutely want to come on and um i was like yeah absolutely it's just like i i record like my process is like i plan stuff throughout the week i'll do like little advertisements and whatnot like fake advertisements like i've started to do that more and yeah, that's um, really funny i thought it was real at first and then i coochie coochie cologne yeah. body spray the, the the name gave it away yeah <laughs> you should you should patent that coochie body spray i would love to patent coochie body spray it would be like hot off the shelves and like we could we could sell it to ulta and uh you could be, you could be the um model it you could be the model yeah in the um like people magazine they like open it and like body spray samples right there and it's going to be you on a beach like on a white horse or something like that something wild what, what would um if you had to pick out the like scent like what would it smell like Ooh, that's a good one <laughs> uh <laughs> don't say something gross is your mom gonna listen to this <laughs> i'll tell her not to Kirsten, don't listen. That's the, I always, I always worry about, she's like one of the people, like one of the few people that when I post on Instagram, like the, the watermelon video I posted the other day, I was like, Kirsten's going to see this and judge me hard. I'm like, I, I always worry about that. Uh, no, I, I worry about that myself sometimes. If there's a bikini picture, I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah, when I like commented like I'm gonna be your forever simp on on your bikini pic like that, I was like, wait, 
her mom's gonna see this and beat you know, me up. What like, I thought was so funny is that um, she, so she didn't comment on that picture. Um, I mean, she's my mother. I don't really know what she would even say, but um, some I forget who it was, but one of my friends like made a joke and was like you should put this on tinder and i replied and i was like tinder doesn't deserve me and she, that was the one comment that she liked tinder does not deserve you tinder tinder like still like i don't know i mean you heard it from the first episode like how foul it is i it just is i i i mean like i don't know i'm seeing a lot more um like couples now Oh, and, really? Yeah, a lot more like, hey, we're looking for a third or like looking for, um, I need to, I need to find, like every once in a while, I'll see like a lesbian couple and it's like looking for a sperm donor or something like that. <laughs> That's funny. They're, um, everyone's probably trying to spice up their quarantine love lives. Yeah, exactly. Get a random stranger in your house and <laughs> impregnate me and just, no, I, um, I don't know. I, it's like, I think I, I'd love to donate sperm too. I, but like, I don't think we, <laughs> I don't think we need any more like little more Spencers running around right now. Like that's not what the world needs. I cannot wait to see what your kid is like. Like that would be, I hope I get to be the godmother. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Aunt having, Sophie. Cause I won't be having my own kids. I, I just want to be everyone's god parents absolutely i'll be like all right you want to go see aunt sophie we're gonna ship you off to to california and i'll go near mcmansion no we'll, we'll live like right down the street from each other on mcmansions and just um, yeah we we'll, i think we will we're living lavish yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be on episode 5122 of the dingus hour and uh living <laughs> living in a cardboard box at least at, outside of i mean no i feel like podcast people are very successful like i'm sure you can make a lot of money when oh i'm already number one on spotify with this podcast oh you know. sorry to know yeah we're getting there we're getting no, <laughs> no like literally, literally like this just seeing like the growth of each episode like the first episode and like bless everyone who like listened but it was like it was like 50 people listened to it and i was like what the shit i was like that many people listened to me like yell into a mic for an hour like that's ridiculous to me dude that's awesome because i feel like that shows that it doesn't even like like people who don't even know you personally like find you funny you know no i actually i actually put the podcast on my tinder too oh put it in my tinder bio and like people will match with me and be like i listened to your podcast it was pretty funny but it's also really gross are you just on here to fuck <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. First of all, props for using that as a marketing tool. That's absolutely awesome. baby marketing um, major. And honestly, I think you just kind of like show them what they're going to get, you know, like if they, if they think it's gross, better they know now. And I mean, like, again, like I'm not, I'm not on there just like sleep with people. Like I, I prefer to like, I, I really hate sleeping with people on the first date. I really do. It's, it's, Cause it always ends bad. It never has ended. Yeah. It's never ended. Well, like if you sleep with someone on the first date, it's always like two dates later. I mean like the, the three date, the three date rule I have for people, I guess. Good. I mean, I have learned that, you know, people will do what they do, like regardless of like when you sleep with them. However, like I personally like never do like I I like to No, you're a Christian girl who sits six feet apart from everyone <laughs> and reads your Bible. No, I'm just saying that I think it's nice with a little um I don't know, anticipation. Like I, I think, think so too, yeah. I think it's just I don't know. It, it's also just like a, a self-respect thing, but there's also nothing wrong like if you want to do that right away, like all power to you. But I do think like um dating in this uh age is so weird and fucked up and oh yeah and i mean they're, it's they're... hard to try to build a foundation when everything is so sexualized and like that's what everyone cares about most it seems right and i think 
I've started because I mean, I ever since I've been on 18, I've kind of been on like different dating apps and like I've kind of rode that that horny high and just like, you know, sleep with whatever walks. <laughs> that horny high. That horny high. Like that. Uh, but it's just like, I don't, I'm trying to think how to describe it. It's like, I don't know. It's not like I don't crave it anymore. Like there's, there's like, I'm trying to think, the, like the last person like I hooked up with like we hung out three times and we hooked up a couple times like it was nice but mm-hmm. I just like I don't really have a desire to hang out anymore I guess I'm just kind of like yeah you know mm-hmm. like you're a nice human being but we don't we don't click more than that and she's just like well let's hang out let's hang out and I'm like no I'm okay I'm doing homework or working or <laughs> sleeping oh curving all the gals I, I i sound like a total dick but it's just like i don't know i i i know i'm starting to realize like what and i'm not i don't know i sound like such just a terrible person but i realize i guess i'm gaining more confidence to realize like what i'm worth and yes just kind of like what you do like tinder's not worth it and like I think eventually, because like COVID, I I have to use Tinder because to meet people. <laughs> like you, I, I feel like I have to, and it's because um, I'm not gonna go out to a bar or anything else like that. Yeah. Um, how how is it in California? Like what what's it like California wise? Like are they as shut down as us? Or are they still like crazy? Um, yeah, I. I don't want to say anything wrong because I, I haven't been. Well, you were you were very COVID smart throughout this whole thing, which oh, I applaud yeah, yeah, yeah. you for. And no, your family's I... been, oh, um, yeah. which I applaud you for because, like, I'll see Snapchats of just people who don't, like, if people who live in Arizona, like, fuck, clubs are still open, everything's oh, still, yeah. like. Yeah, no, I, I don't exactly know what's going on right now since I left, but I'm pretty sure that. I think, uh, unless it's already started, I think starting this week, um, dining is shutting back down. Um, I think the last time it was like fully shut down was like in the spring because like since, um, since I got back for like this past semester, like you can go and eat outside and it's like pretty safe and stuff like that. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that now everything is closed, which is like how it is here. Um, but I don't, I don't know for sure if it's all places. I, I don't know exactly what's going on, but when I was there, um, yeah, we, we definitely all tried to be safe and, um, kind of stick with seeing like the same people and um I lived with six other girls so I mean you know none of us even have to go that far to like have fun hang out with people because we all have each other so yeah that's great and you're all living together and um I mean you all I don't know I mean here in Oregon like um yeah I mean they they don't want you to be in groups of six or more and um even my work was for a while like we 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 like just switched to like online meetings oh yeah you told me that i was like i'm really surprised that you guys were like going in right and they they were still like we just switched over to online meetings and i um i mean like when i told my mom that we weren't on online meetings like my mom was like you you gotta switch to online meetings or you can't come over Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's, it's either or, and she's just like, I'm not, I'm not fucking with that. And um, so we we did thank God, um, you know, a couple weeks ago. So, uh, but it's yeah, it's it's just safer and it makes more sense and it's it's not that hard to do. It's I mean, it's literally just Zoom like this and you just talk for an hour and um I don't think everyone's happy with it I think some people would I I, I work with a lot of people who just um they have different viewpoints on it and some people still believe okay we can still go in and 
Uh, but I'm I'm on the track where I'm like, you know, I love you guys, but I'd rather. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, and I know like everyone has said this before, but like, I really do think that all of this has shown people that like work and going to the workplace does not need to be like this conventional traditional thing anymore. And I know plenty of companies are like, we're never going back. And I honestly, um, like I've really enjoyed being in an office for like my past internships and stuff like that. Like I think it's fun, but like truthfully I, I kind of prefer doing stuff at home like even classes which I know that's a really unpopular opinion like I know a lot of people are having a hard time but there are just like certain trade-offs that I think are so valuable like the fact that I don't have to commute somewhere whether I'm driving or carpooling with someone or paying for an uber um that I don't have to put on like big girl work clothes and that I can wake up like 10 minutes before my class like it has for me drastically improved like my quality of life oh I I 100% agree with you I mean I all and it's it's like kind of a double-edged sword for me because all of my classes have been just do it at your own pace do do what you want yeah so like my macro class we literally met for one one zoom meeting and she was like okay so there are four tests this is all you have to take you have no quizzes you have no homework there are just four tests you can take them every week and when you're done with them you're done with them and i finished them two or three weeks ago and she's like okay you're done with the class that's it wait did you have like recorded lectures no um i mean there were recorded lectures I, they they put all the notes online. So like right now, uh, my paleontology class. <laughs> I'm a I'm <laughs> Jurassic Park in it up over here. Um, they that. they put it's it's a great class. It's like one of the better classes I've taken in a while. And um, it's basically like they put all the notes online. She records a video lecture, and you just. Um, we take then we have like a lab every week and uh we take a quiz and you have to respond to a discussion post and that's it yeah and yeah you you take out the social factor but for like i would have to drive to like portland state every day yeah and that's just um i mean not my cup of tea i guess yeah right now. yeah i i think i would be upset if because i don't have any asynchronous classes right now and like I would be kind of like annoyed if I was like paying tuition and all my classes like there was no like personal interfacing and all yeah. that but all of mine are synchronous like sometimes I'm like okay honestly like maybe one asynchronous thing would be nice or whatever but like so I understand like that's really like you know all asynchronous stuff is not a great learning experience but I do think like honestly, sometimes I've been participating more like on Zoom. I don't know what it is, but sometimes being in person, like I, I can't, like, I'm pretty sure I have ADD. Um, and I just cannot focus very What's easily. What's up? Yeah. Love ADD. Not, not sure, but I, <laughs> I was talking with my mom about usually, it. Usually talented people have ADD, I think. Yeah. My mom was like, oh yeah, I, t- I totally think you do. And I was like, really? Like, do you jitter your leg when you sit and you like uh yeah no I'm very like I don't know it's it depends on like I think the situation but yeah my mom's like oh I've always thought that and it's like oh you didn't think to like like do anything about she's like no like you're fine like she's like it it gave you some grit I was like okay gave you some grit that's true I mean I um I mean I they they diagnosed me six years ago with it and they they put me on like a bunch of different medicines and I was on um I was on like a stimulant so not like Adderall it's close to Adderall is uh, it Vyvanse yeah Vyvanse yeah so okay. they had me on that for a while and I was just like gradually just like getting more and more anxious like oh that's actually yeah so and then I was also smoking a lot of pot at the time too so it was like 
like a double whammy pretty much. Yeah. And uh, they, we, I just like talked to my therapist, like my mom, like just came to the realization. She was like, do, do you need to be on Vyvanse anymore? Cause she's like, you just seem so anxious every time you come yeah. over to the house. And I was like, uh, maybe. And so I, um, I mean, I just, um, I mean, we had a long talk with like my therapist and whatnot. And she was like, yeah, I don't think you need to take it anymore if you're getting like this. And yeah. Um, so they just switched. Yeah. So now we're on an anti-anxiety medicine. That's a lot better. So that's good. Um, yeah. It's, I feel like medication for stuff like that is so scary because you don't really know how it's going to affect you. Yeah. Like I've, I've been on it for a while and I mean, I was, I had a therapist before my current therapist who, I mean, absolute just doofus, just absolute doofus of a human being. <laughs> like I would like, th- I wouldn't get therapy out of him. Like I was supposed to see him for therapy and then we would end up just like talking about politics for like half an hour and he'd be like okay do you want more drugs and i'd be like yeah sure oh <laughs> and, and he he just he put me on like so many high doses of shit and i was on like four mm-hmm. different medicines and like i saw my new therapist and my new therapist was like you don't need to be on all of these you, you, there's no way you need to be on all of these like this is ridiculous at this point yeah. and um like like he would tell me even like cut the cut the pill in half or something mm-hmm. like that and just just take half the pill and that just does nothing it's it's like pretty yeah. much like just releasing like the whole tablet still so yeah. like so he, he wasn't too great um but you know it ran its course and i feel a lot better now and yeah. it's life's doing better now so um but i guess we can talk about good old Lake Oswego High School and your opinions <laughs> on good old Lake Oswego High School here. Our favorite place. Our favorite place in the whole wide world. I mean, I think I, I'm blessed that I met, you know, you and <laughs> Becca and Shannon and Cameron and all those fantastic people, I guess, that I still have a relationship with. But, um, I mean, you, you definitely had a lot more friends there and you still seem to have a lot more friends from – like a Suigo, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I, no, I definitely do still keep in touch with a handful of people, um, but, and I mean this in, like, not even a rude way, but I, I do remember being, like, okay, there's a lot that I just, I won't care if I, like, never see them again. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree with you. I will, I, because, like, living around here, you run into people who you went to high school with. I mean, when I worked at Chevy's, like the amount of people from high school that would come in and I'd be like, okay, serving on you. And, uh, but it's, it's like, if I see them in the store, like I avoid them, like I go and like run to another aisle and I like stand in the other aisle or something like that. That is so funny. I'm, I got lucky with that. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, I, I didn't live, um, in like near where we went to high school. So, I live like in the city of Portland and um so that rarely happens to me although like when I am in Lake Oswego because I still see friends and family there like uh, it does happen like very often it's such a small place and I feel like everyone shops at the same places or goes go to the same Starbucks you know like it's it's not hard to to see some familiar faces yeah and I mean the town I think because I think coming back on it and like my mom and dad like I think the realtor kind of sold us on like oh this is a great school this is a great area mm-hmm. da, da, da. and I think looking back on it I don't think my parents would have lived in like a we go I think they totally would have mm-hmm. just like sorry the cat's playing in a bag too I've been watching him behind you so cute he's he's ridiculous but um in hindsight I, yeah I don't think my parents would have moved there because of just the culture and the um, I mean, like, for instance, like the, the dead deer head that was found uh, on the Black Lives Matter. Did you hear about this? No. Um, so someone, someone had, and if, if I'm wrong, I'm so sorry, but they had a Black Lives Matter sign in their yard and somebody took like two dead deer heads and put it on the sign. Oh my God, that is so hick. I just can't. It's gross. It's, it's fucking foul. It's, it's so like 
it, it, I mean, our town is literally nicknamed Lake No Negro, and yeah. it's it's so foul. And I mean, we never really experienced. I, I I guess coming from a cis white male mm-hmm. in like Oswego, like I never, I guess, noticed it as much. Like like, like racism. Yeah, like at at hand, like I never I never experienced like someone like like a racist thing because again, like we would never because we I I only had like I think two black people in my graduating class. Wow, that's maybe. Oh my goodness, that is just unbelievable. Out of the oh yeah, three hundred of us. Yeah, I I feel like a lot of this I've just like kind of blocked out, but I I just like the main thing I remember, um, like during our time, I I really like can't even remember what year this was now. Either my were you there when we had like the walkout? I remember Matthew telling me about that. Maybe this was my senior year, but I that was like the peak of like really terrible shit going on when I was there. And like Yeah, because someone put um like a Jewish thing or like a picture of like a stereotyped Jewish person. There was a weird like anti-Semitic like poster that had to do with the Holocaust that someone put up and it was at the same time as when or like around the same time when um someone wrote racial slurs like in a bathroom that I that was like the I think the really big start to step and like I it just made me like at the time like obviously I was like oh my god that's fucked up but now I think about it I'm like that is so I can't believe like we were ages like 15 to 18 and like that's like there was so much hate from like children you know like it just like it breaks my heart to think that everyone was so young and like people of color at our school like had to deal with that when high school's already like a shit show you know right exactly and it's it's um I mean it's sad and I feel like the, I mean, the principal at the time, I mean, Shuby or whatever her name was, um, I mean, she just, I, I, she just like nonchalantly just like, oh, well, we'll just kind of talk about this once and we'll sweep it underneath the rug. I, I can't remember when, um, when the transition was, but when we got, like, I'm, I'm remember, this might be wrong, but I'm remembering like the walkout and all of that stuff happening at the time when, um, the new guy came. I forgot his name, but he was like the blonde new. Yeah, Matthew told me about him, and was super nice. Like I don't know exactly, um, or maybe I just can't remember exactly how he handled things. But I think it was like a better approach than maybe some things were handled in the past. I'm not sure if like everyone would agree on that, but I re- I do remember. I think. He, he he wrote like some letter or some like statement I don't remember what it was but like he wrote something that I think um touched a lot of people and I think he tried I don't really remember the details but um it it's like you know we can't just have one really great person in administration like handling all this like it needs a whole um army of people who understand the severity of it and it's it'll be interesting to see um the future of Lake Osego and how you know hopefully that improves. <laughs> yeah it I I mean the town it, it it's it's the people it's the rich people who are in that racist group. And it's not like I don't know like Klamath Falls, or I don't know what's another hick area somewhere around Oregon, but you know, you know that like stretch of you know that stretch of highway going from Portland to Seattle, and it's you see like the it's like that stretch pretty much where where people who are just poor and they think they're in that upper class tier of 
just like they're able to be like racist, but they're not there. And I, that's like the upper class conservative racist people are definitely in Lake Oswego. I totally. Yeah, I mean, I I think like one of the things that like puts it um, into a really clear perspective for like anyone who isn't like aware of the town and like I I love so many people who live there like that you know this is yeah like there there are good there are genuine good human beings who live in like like I have family who live there like great people great friends but like I think about the um I think it was just an anti Black Lives Matter protest like do you remember the one where it was in front of the like the what was it a computer store what was that oh, one okay so that computer so the computer store that dude was so batshit yeah. nuts it was yeah the guy who owned it so my my um basically this this computer store it was this dude who was this this right wing and he would put political shit in his his yeah. window yeah. and like conservative and he would I remember reading on Yelp, he wouldn't service Macs because they were liberal machines. Um, he just, he had a cardboard cutout of Trump there in his front window. And yeah. then he would just basically, I, I, he would just like post shit. And he would like, yeah. it, it was like every time you drive by, it would be something new. It'd be something, just some wacky, just, tinfoil hat just like 5g ray shit and um i think i think they he just wasn't making money anymore and like he's not even there anymore um, yeah, yeah. Then he move after this whole event yeah i think because he had the he had the trump rally uh start the the proud boy thing start um a couple years ago right at his store i mean yeah, yeah we, we there was there was that anti-trump rally yeah, I just remember, like, because I was at school when this was happening, I'm pretty sure, and I just remember, like, I spent a lot of time looking at the news and looking at the, like, footage from that, and, like, I mean, it's, you know, all the time when there's protests, you have, like, counter-protesters on the other side of the street, but this was just so, something about it, like, really got to me, and it's probably, I mean, because that's where, like, I've spent a lot of time, you know, in high school and stuff, but just like that street is so small and it just like, you know how it kind of looks like downtown Disney, like the downtown, like I said, yeah, yeah. This was so like such a surreal thing to see these people like standing so close to each other, but being like the most opposite types of people. And I just remember seeing a lot of like, um, different things in that footage like parts of it were like it just made me upset but then parts of it like stuff that the counter protesters would say was like so like so misinformed like try like doing their best to like bring up like history and just like not not knowing what they were talking about like it's like that segment that um I think it's Trevor Noah's segment, you know, where he has the guy and he goes out and talks to the people um, at like the the Trump rallies and asks them questions and they're just like the most bullshit answers. Like it was like that. Like have it was you, that. Have you watched All Gas No Breaks? Yes. I I love him so much, and I think what he's doing, the fact that like he's getting because because it's it's not like He's showing both sides. He's showing mm-hmm. what the Democrats are saying during this. He's, you, I mean, when he was in Portland, fantastic job, like going up and showing what, you know, the peaceful protesters were doing and then going to the Proud Boys and you just hear both sides of everything. And then he's also, he goes to like one of my favorite ones. He goes to Sturgis Motorcycle Rally and he's interviewing these like hicks and they're like, you know, the coronavirus is going to go away on November 4th when Biden gets into office, right? And it's just like, it's it's so, it, it breaks your heart. But at the same time, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, you don't, 
you don't understand it, the world because it here in Oregon, I mean, in Portland, everyone's pretty agreeable that, okay, well, Black Lives Matter, um, you know, equal rights for everyone here. Anyone can do, anyone can be what they want to be. It's, and everyone, and then you go outside of Portland. You go, like my job, like I drive up and down Oregon. So like I went to the California border one day and I remember seeing like, it's, it's like five or six Trump signs that are still up. Like I saw one that said like Trump won <laughs> last week. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. And there was like an All Lives Matter sign in someone's yard. And it's just, you, you see, it changes. And like masks yeah. like are less and less as you go down. And it's, it, it blows my mind. It, it blows my mind how like divided we are at this point. Yeah, I, I know that's, it's a really, like, I don't know, when I think about, like, like, how everyone is talking about how we're divided, like, and that we need to focus on unity, like, I, I totally agree, but I also just think, like, um, Trump's presidency like aided in the division but I don't think he created it I think people always thought this way and they exactly people coming out of the shadows and everyone's been hidden up until he came out and I think like I said this like you just said this has been this has been hidden this has been because I mean still the amount of people that voted for Trump this year I know it's like I mean it's yeah it's a win but it's not like it's disappointing how close things were like it's just still shocking but I when I think about like Lake Oswego and the culture like I think a lot of what pisses me off is like yeah there there were those things in high school where it was like overt um racist incidents but like so much of it is like microaggressions and like very kind of like just peaks above the surface like the the um the incident of the the thing that happened recently where someone had a Black Lives Matter sign either in their wind I think it was their window. Yeah. Um, and then and some neighbor was the little girl who painted it in yeah. the, uh the window. Beautiful little yeah. And someone left the note where they were like, this I don't remember the verbiage they used, but it was very like this just doesn't conform to like our neighborhoods. Yeah, this is going to lower my property value. Yeah, just say, I honestly, like, I mean, I have no respect, but like, I prefer people who are just like, yeah, I'm a racist piece of shit instead of trying to like. Nobody's going to admit that. Nobody's going to, I mean, this is the thing. They're like, well, I'm not racist. I know. But but all lives matter and i'm like shut the fuck up like you you don't you don't get it these people just don't get it and they they these are the same people who are like well the common cold is worse than the coronavirus and it it, it, like the list goes on and on and on and like the chinfoil hats and they just i mean luckily i i don't know i mean we, we we definitely went to high school with some people now who um, who are tinfoil hat wearers and who just do you remember just like the vibe um on the day that Trump was elected? You know, I was at college. Oh my god. Oh my god. I remember because we had we were we were friends with um with at the time and a big Trump supporter. And do you remember that? She was like rubbing it in our faces that day. I'm going to bleep this out. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I'll bleep it out. I'll bleep her name out. We'll, yeah. we'll bleep her name out. Well, like, who knows how people have, you know, changed their opinions from now since then. But that was, uh, yeah, that was not good. <laughs> but I, yeah, I remember like talking to you about some of those things and just certain people at school where like I like I don't know like maybe it's because 
I was just younger. And so it like politics wasn't like a big thing that we talked about in school, but like, I just am shocked how like there were some people, some, I mean, most like I weren't super close with, but some people like I felt genuinely close to who I was like, how did I not know that you like held those beliefs? Like it was like, it's this one day of just like chaos for me. Like I was crying the whole day. I had to have one of my friends like leave school with me and like <laughs> take oh. me away um, because I, I was crying because I was just so like shocked and just so like, like people wearing all the MAGA stuff and like, I don't know, it, the, the way that people were speaking about it too, like it wasn't even just like a respectful thing. Like people were like. No, we went with, so we, I, I, I remember cause I was at, it was my first year at PCC and I remember I had an English class and I went to that English class and the teacher was late and he comes in and he goes, and like, I kid you not, he goes, I don't want to fucking teach today. We're going to talk about the book for 20 minutes and you guys are going to go home. And he's like, and he, he talked for like another 20 minutes. He's like, this fucks over everyone. This yeah. is not only going to fuck over people of color. This is going to fuck over people who don't make enough income. This is going to fuck over like X, Y, and Z. And he was like, this just pisses me off so much that I don't want to teach today. And I mean, I remember being in disbelief. I, and I mean, now it, it I was so, I, I was so happy mm -hmm. when just, and it, I, sure, Biden isn't great. A hundred percent Biden isn't great. He's not perfect, but just the fact that we don't need what, when when Biden like gave his first speech and it was like it was like calm and it was like everyone was like it was how a president's supposed to talk. It wasn't like, you know, oh, I just uh, I got done the uh, girl thing and uh, <laughs> you know, the coronavirus isn't real. Dr. Fauci's totally wrong on everything right now and that was like, pretty good. That sounds oh. a and I, uh, <laughs> no, I, I, he's just like, like he, like I read the other, like, I, I love looking at his Twitter for the past like month and he tweets out something and like underneath Twitter, like right underneath it, it says, this dispute is, is wrong. Like this, this oh, facts, wow. facts say that this is wrong. And it's like, this is the president of the United States and people I don't know. It it blows my mind, and like he's having, I think he's having an event on ele like election day or something. Or no, not excuse me. Like I don't know what day it's called when he gets when Biden gets sworn in. Like the inauguration. Yeah, inauguration. There you go. He yeah. he's he's supposedly going to have an event to announce his twenty twenty four run, and wait, Trump is. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So uh, I'm. <laughs> It's, it's, I mean, I, I hope like he's accepted it, but like a part of me still hopes like they drag his ass out. Like uh, that, that would, I, I'd pay money to see his ass get dragged out of the white house. Like, well, did you see the, I think it was like the day after, um, it was announced that Biden won, like they, someone like took a picture or like had a drone or something of like, they, they already had the moving truck at the white house. <laughs> It was so funny. Like I saw so many memes about it. I mean, it's 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 so amazing. And I know we've gone to we went to high school with. I mean, I the world's fucked. It's fucked either way. It's um, I mean, change. It would be yeah, it would be interesting to see kind of what the culture is like with the students there now. Um, like, I don't know, it'd be really interesting. And I, and I think like so much of the history of Lake Oswego and like why it is the way it is, it's just not discussed. Like, all, like everything like regarding redlining and like, like the racist history, like long, long ago, like it's so ingrained and 
Yeah, it's, I mean, wait, Oregon wasn't originally a KKK state. Like, we moved all the way out here. Like, settlers moved all the way out here to get away from black people or something like that. No, I don't know. I could be. I think that's the – if I'm wrong, I am so sorry. <laughs> I have no idea. But, um, no, it is really interesting because, like, I – you know, I, I understand like so deeply how, you know, what your environment is like and what your parents believe like affects what you believe. Like I'm super liberal and I, I just didn't realize until much later that Multnomah County where I live is like the most liberal part of Oregon. So I just didn't even like realized for a while that other people like had really really opposite beliefs especially because everyone I because I used to go to school in Portland Public School District and like everyone like was kind of on the same page and it's just crazy how a place that is literally like 15 minutes away on a day without traffic it can be so like very very different so hopefully the demographics of um, I don't know, the students are a little bit different from, like, in terms of, you know, uh, their backgrounds and how they were raised are a little different from when we were in school, but one can only hope. <laughs> one can only hope, but I think, I mean, I hope there's going to be a good change. I mean, you know what, so we never have to go back to that high school again. <laughs> we never, <laughs> my kids ain't going to, like, Oswego High School. For fucking damn sure, my kids, I am... Like, like I love Oregon. I'd live in Portland if I could. Um, I don't have the money right now. I'm in good old, good old Beaverton. But, um, like, fuck, my kids ain't going to fucking Lake Oswego High School. Nowhere near that. I mean, I, you know, you know, I was a transfer student there because it's such a good school district. But I, and I, you know, I really do think everything happens for a reason. And, like, I wouldn't, like, trade my experience. Like, obviously, like, it's all of you know, my friends and things I've learned, all that, but I don't know, like, how things would have been different if I did go to the high school I was supposed to go to, and I just cannot, like... We wouldn't have met. I know. This podcast wouldn't be happening. I know. I never take it back, but I truly, like, just could never understand, like, the experiences of the, like, handful, like, literally on one hand, like, full of black students who went to our school. Like, I just cannot imagine what their experiences are like, because I, I do remember, like, I don't know. I don't think there were many of these, but certain, like, things where the teachers had to, like, start a conversation about racism or, like, one of those, like, assemblies, like, you know, that type of shit. Like, I, I do remember, like, hearing from a lot of white students about just being like, oh, I've never, like, I've never seen like people being racist like that and I'm just like oh my god I just can't even imagine like how the people of color feel in this instance and the things they have seen in this environment right exactly and um like growing up in the south and then moving out here I mean it's just like it it was just like a smart smarter southern school pretty much like it was where you were from, was it similar to Lake O or like? No, because actually, actually the school was, um, I went to a school of about, my high school was about 3000 and half of that were people of color. And <laughs> like there was, there was a more diverse and um, it was, it was quite a large high school. Um, it was it went a lot differently but they were definitely like i remember um i mean they were there were a lot of rednecks there too because it was north carolina so i mean there was one um like we didn't have it like oh but like they had the like the auto shop kids those were the big like <laughs> rednecks and like they'd have trucks i remember i actually drove to school i i hitched a ride with a kid to school who had a um don't tread on me flag flying off the back of his Jeep. And that was the most embarrassing ride that I'd have to do. And literally I'd be like, drop me off over there. Like don't, don't, don't let me in that car. And like, I got out of the car and I was riding with another kid and I was like, I can't do this anymore. And he's like, I can't either, dude, I can't. Um, 
so funny. And um, at the time, I think there was an app called. Did you ever? Did you ever have Yik Yak? Have you ever used Yik Yak before? I've never heard of Yik Yak. Yik Yak. It was like this anonymous like tweet service, and was it like um. Oh, what was it called after wasn't it after school wasn't that what we had yeah yeah kind yeah. of kind of like after school but okay. um I remember with Yik Yak we <laughs> we um we would just like send out tweets throughout the day and um I remember sending out a tweet about the guys uh that I rode with his don't tread on me flag sign and I got like so many likes on it that the guy took it off the next day and I was like yes this worked let's go um and it was like anonymous and he's like did you guys see that tweet about the don't try on me flag and I was like yeah dude what about that that is so wild like oh my god I really I've never been to the south and I I want to like go and visit North Carolina with you at some point just to yeah Charlotte Charlotte's um I, it's a lot different now it's more of like they're trying to like make it like nice and refined and um I mean I really I really don't I really don't talk to anyone from Charlotte still oh really um, like family I mean my family literally on the east coast it's Ami and Papa and they're in Salisbury and then my aunt and uncle live in Myrtle Beach and Myrtle Beach is you want you want a hick you go down the Myrtle Beach South Carolina that is the most like hick ass place I've ever just been to we would go down there like yearly and that was just oh my god just like it's 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 like one of those towns when you um it was like a beach town and you like drive like every like 20 feet and there's like a giant like superstore of like beach towels and like various shirts and I remember like seeing a shirt and it was like Donald Trump was like riding on a motorcycle and it was like Hillary Clinton falling off the motorcycle and he's like kick that bitch out of office or something like that like they were selling like shit like that and um it's it's and I actually so we had a we had a FaceTime call with um on Thanksgiving. Oh, how was your Thanksgiving, by the way? It was great. It was um, the three of us, and we zoomed my grandmother. <laughs> Excellent. Love to hear that. Love to hear that. Yeah, we uh, we zoomed or we Facetime my uh, yeah everybody on the East Coast, and we were like, "Well, how is COVID restrictions there?" And um, my grandma goes, "Oh yeah, we just had to start wearing masks again." And my dad just like breaks out in laughter and he's like you just started to have wearing masks again like are you joking and they were like they're like yeah <laughs> we were just like we we're just like laughing and they weren't laughing either and we were like why the fuck are you guys not wearing masks like yeah. are you fucking nuts yeah it is crazy how it is so different in like so many different parts of the world yeah it's it's blowing me away but um I'm trying to think of anything else like I th- we've we've gotten so political on this podcast and we've done yeah. such a fantastic job like, <laughs> we should have our own political news station the soap and spence hour we just I feel talk- like I'm not smart enough for that I wish I love talking politics but you know no I I when <laughs> when like a really conservative person is like well do you know how this is going to affect the country with the conservative gain of 0.35 on the on the left track and this is what the news like i'd be like no i don't know anything <laughs> what you just said like that's not in my vocabulary like no i really look up to people who like know their stuff yeah no like van uh i think his name is van van jones is that, i hope that's his name let's see yeah. here. we're gonna look yeah van jones 2028 please yeah I know he's a very eloquent man. He, I love listening to him speak. Yeah, I I do too. He's he's very well spoken and um, yeah. So I'm probably gonna lose all the Republican listeners after this episode. But I don't I don't know I I don't know who listens to I this. <laughs> I just I just you know putting my my political stance out there and I uh, you know no I just. 
I, I will respect people's opinions, but when it starts like spewing hate and whatnot and idiocy, it's like, what are you gonna do? No, I know. I know. But do you have anything else to say, Miss Soph? Uh, do you have anything to plug? Do you have ha- any music to plug? Any anything? I know you're quite talented. Thank you. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's not out yet. Um. It's coming. I do have my first single on the way. Excellent. Um, hopefully that is going to be ready um, and out within the month of December. Excellent. Um, so, yeah, I'll hopefully I'll plug it when it comes out. Please do it when it's ready. I'll have the pre-save, and I hope people will dig it and share that was it. the one you showed me uh i think a month or two ago right yeah we've been working on it for a while yeah, yeah. that actually sounded really good i'm really hyped for that actually i've mm-hmm. i've been very hyped for that so i'm actually very excited to hear it i know i'm i'm very excited it's i'm gonna do everything i can to you know not let it flop but all that i want with it is just for you know, to get some eyes and ears on it and Good. hopefully some people will like it. <laughs> I'm sure everyone will like it, Miss Soph, but, uh, you know, I, I really appreciate you coming on the dingus hour, madam. And, uh, it was a political dingus hour. It was a political dingus hour. It, it's <laughs> that's, that's just what, uh, the <laughs> hours and hours of things and yelling at so, Yeah, thank you for coming on. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day.